progressive, respectful, mentoring, compassionate. These are the values of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. And now we proudly present Palmdale Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Hip arthroscopy is a surgical procedure that allows doctors to view the hip joint without making a large incision through the skin and other soft tissues. Arthroscopy is used to diagnose and treat a wide variety of hip problems. My guest today is Dr. Justin Scherfe. He's an orthopedic surgeon and a member of the medical staff at Palmdale Regional Medical Center. Welcome to the show. Dr. Scherfe, I'd like you to start with what are some of the most common hip ailments that you see as an orthopedic surgeon? What, what are you seeing today? Well, we're seeing a lot of, you know, very active people at all different ages, you know, whether they're the young uh, high school athlete, collegiate athlete, or the kind of the weekend warrior. Um, more and more people are doing different training activities, high-level, you know, fitness activities. And so we have seen a lot of uh, hip pathology and pain ranging across the, the ages. Uh, most commonly, people are going to say, hey, doc, you know, I did something and I've got this pain that's kind of in the groin, kind of deep in the hip. It's kind of hard for them to pinpoint where exactly it is. A lot of times that can be associated with maybe a catch or a lock or some type of popping sensation. So these things that they're doing, which we think to ourselves are very good to be that active, can some of these be causing some injuries? Well, yeah. So inside the hip joint, I mean, everybody knows that you have this ball and socket inside your hip. But around the socket, kind of what holds the ball in place, kind of like a suction cup, is what's called the labrum. And it's a kind of cartilaginous tissue that helps kind of seal around the ball and give us some support. And with different positions of the hip or activity, that can get pinched, that can get torn. And as you age a little bit, it kind of loses elasticity and is more, you know, um, susceptible to get a, get a tear when you're doing some type of high-level activity. So we see a lot of people that come in and they may have some type of tearing of that labrum. Uh, that's kind of a, a common thing that we're recognizing more and more. Uh, another thing is that the, the ball and socket are covered with a smooth cartilage surface and you can kind of damage that for a divot in it or have a loose piece floating around that you've kind of broken off from the cartilage. So those are some, some of the common things that are causing that type of pain with those activities. And when should a person consider seeing a specialist? When it starts to affect their quality of life? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, you know, you can have a muscle pull or a little strain and you notice that if you, you rest it for a few days, kind of modify your activity, maybe take an over-the-counter medicine, that you see it kind of resolve and get back to, you know, what, what you normally live with. You know, there's no reason to have... Uh, something that just hurts and jump right in to have to see us. If it's getting severe, if you really feel a large kind of lock or pop and it's limiting your motion, or if you just find that the pain is limiting your ability to get back to the activities you want, that's when you should probably seek, you know, some professional help. And when would you recommend hip arthroscopy? Well, if we can verify that the hip itself is the cause of pain and that we think that either the labrum or the cartilage is the problem, that's where we start to consider it. Typically, when a patient shows up, we'll, we'll take an examination, do a good history. We'll get some basic x-rays to make sure the bones look, uh, look okay. And then we'll consider a lot of times getting an MRI, which will show us those soft parts, the labrum and the cartilage. Uh, occasionally, and uh, a lot of times I recommend that the patient actually undergo an injection into the hip first. And then we'll see, hey, did that help a little bit? Did that relieve your symptoms even temporarily? And it kind of confirms you know, that the hip is the source of pain, and then that can lead us to an arthroscopy, which can be very successful. So if somebody has synovitis or dysplasia or one of these kinds of things, would that also be recommended? And what is the difference for listeners between looking at what you're doing with the arthroscopy and recommending possibly a hip replacement? 
Sure, sure. So just to touch on your first question, synovitis, it, it can be helped. Synovitis is just inflammation of the lining of the joint. Some people get an excessive amount of that, and we can go in and kind of remove some of that. Dysplasia is not a very good um, option for hip arthroscopy. Dysplasia means your acetabulum is kind of formed abnormally, and going in and addressing some of the labrum can actually make some of those symptoms accelerate. So it's just a you have to be very cautious in dysplasia. There is some indication for it, but it's not uh, a great indication. So what hip arthroscopy can offer is basically this is a surgery that's outpatient surgery. You come in, have it done, takes anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half, depending on what we have to fix or put together. It's done through an average of two, maybe three little poke holes, and the camera is inserted into the joint. And we can see the entire, you know, spectrum of the joint. We don't have to make a large cut. We're not limited by how we enter it. I can move the camera all around in there. And it allows us to address most of those um, issues, such as the cartilage, such as the labrum, um, through these, you know, smaller working working little incisions. So it just helps with uh, the recovery. There's a very small incision, and it's, it's very amazing of uh, what we can address in there. And after this procedure, what about things like weight-bearing and rehabilitation exercises? When do they come into play? And is this something that will last a while, or is it something you might need to redo in a few years? Sure. So the recovery is really dependent on what's performed. If you have a procedure where we're just kind of trimming or removing some of the damaged tissue, typically you're going to be sore for about a week. You can get up, put your full weight on it. It may hurt. You may use crutches for a few days but you can advance at your own tolerance. The stitches come out in about two weeks, and then people are off on their way. They usually kind of forget about it within six to eight weeks. If you have to have something sewn together, if I have to reattach something to the bone or do a larger procedure, uh, then you're going to be off of it for a little while. Typically, you're on crutches for at least two to four weeks, only limiting maybe about half your weight on it. And then after about four to six weeks, we start to advance you forward, and you're going to take about two to three months to really get back to everything. Uh, if it if it is addressing a particular problem, if we go in and we remove a loose piece of cartilage, we fix the labrum, then you're done. You're you know you're back to life, and we hope we never have to see you again. If unfortunately you have some significant damage and we're kind of just cleaning it up, you know, then you may have some reoccurrence down the road, and you may be on your way to needing something more invasive like a hip replacement or or, or something that's going to you know resurface or improve the the damage that's done. Dr. Sherfy, are you seeing hip replacements in the younger population? Uh, yes, yes, we are. I mean, we still try to, you know, get you um, down as far as we can because even though we have a lot of new technology and techniques that make hip replacements very successful in the younger patient, you still are, are young and your activity level is going to wear it out faster. You know, a lot of the data we have of how long a hip lasts, it's in, you know, 70-year-olds. And so we know that, you know, it should last X amount of years. But you put it in someone who's under the age of 40, and it's kind of like driving your car. You're going to put more miles on your tires, and you're going to wear it out quicker. So even despite some of our advancements, there's still some disadvantage in a young in a young patient. However, I will say, though, you know, in the last 10 years, the percentage of people under 65 that are getting hip replacements has probably at least doubled, and we're seeing a lot of success in that as the technology and procedures have improved. So wrap it up for us with your best advice for people suffering with hip pain, chronic or a little bit more acute, something that just sort of started for them, and what you want them to know about dealing with that hip pain, the first line of defense for it, and then when they should probably see a specialist and consider a procedure. 
Sure. So uh, kind of as we mentioned earlier, if, you, if you're having some hip pain, you know, just to modify your activity, give it a few days of rest. If you don't have any reason or, uh, you know, issues with taking over-the-counter medicines, give that a try. And if you find that uh, it's not improving or if it is worsening, you should then seek either your primary doctor or an orthopedic specialist to take a look at that. If you have a, an injury, a major type injury, you know, ouch, instantly, you can't walk, you can't put weight on it, it's significantly painful you probably want to seek attention on that uh, a little quicker. You know, I wouldn't wait more than maybe, you know, overnight if you just heard it and wanted to see how it felt the next morning. But if it's significant, you should probably seek it a little quicker. And doctor, why should they come to Palmdale Regional Medical Center for their care? Well, Palmdale Regional Hospital is a uh, specialized uh, hospital. It's multidisciplinary, uh, has a very well-trained staff that are going to care for your patients with compassion and empathy. Uh, you're going to get high-quality physicians. Uh, they have uh, uh, excellent facilities to provide good quality care. Um, uh, patient satisfaction is very high there. Uh, you're going to get very good treatment. Thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Sherfy. You're listening to Palmdale Regional Radio with Palmdale Regional Medical Center. For more information, you can go to palmdaleregional.com. That's palmdaleregional.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.